0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Nightcap. I'm joined by the infamous Tess this week. Again, having her back because I don't think I could talk about the finale of Vanderpump Rules with anyone else but her. I mean, we started, she was my first guest a few weeks back, almost a month ago now, was it? Yeah, and, a little over. Yeah, and now we're back, and it was an amazing night of television. So welcome back! Yay! It really was. I'm so
1: happy to be here. I will tell you, I have not done as much of my homework this week as I wanted. Don't but worry about it. I absolutely prioritized the re- the finale, and it. I could watch it again. Like I could watch the whole thing again. And I did.
0: I did just <laughs> before this. I watched it a second time. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I literally watched it the second time because I just thought that the first time there were so many little nuggets and ever since I've started doing this, I will take like notes so I don't forget things during and I just wanted to enjoy it last night and like live in it in that moment and then. Today I was like, okay, I'll watch it again. That way I can just like make reference to like actually things that happened and like write a few notes. But um no, it was amazing.
1: You're a it's real like, podcaster now. You have your watch for fun moment and your note-taking moment. I get it.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's what happens. It's like my my hobby has now become my third job. As you know, I have now two jobs at work, and then this is my third gig. That's I don't know how you life, do it. So. It's You're
1: all good, only for
0: a little bit longer, a little yeah. bit longer until <laughs> the person I'm coming for comes back. But oh yeah, before we get before we get into just Vanderpump, because I know we're gonna go off. How's Tess? How are you? I haven't talked to you in a month. I think I don't like. I don't think it's been a while.
1: It has been a while. I thought about that today too. It's time is flying by. First of all, it's terrifying. This year is flying by. It's crazy. We're about to head into Memorial Day and like kick off the summer. Um, but I'm great. I had the day off. Just a little self care. I, I feel it. very relaxed. I had a lovely day at the spa. and
0: Oh, yeah. Did you go uh, to Estancia? Is that what you... How is it called? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Estancia La favorite. It it's the best. Yeah, it's the best. And then, yeah, kicking off the birthday weekend, which every year I say I'm not going to do anything for my birthday, and then things end up happening. So I'm really excited. But honestly, like, this was the birthday gift. This finale was couldn't have asked for a better gift.
0: No, a hundred percent. Well, yeah. I, I thank you for being down to do this on shorter notice. Cause I was thinking through earlier this week. I was like, I just don't know what my plan is. It's such a big week. And I kind of just the week got away from me. So I appreciate it. I know you took a relaxing day today. So hopefully you're unwinding with a drink in hand.
1: I am yeah. actually. Your lovely coworkers, your peers, got me a really nice bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. So, ooh, a New Zealand one. You know what? It's not, and it's delightful. And yeah. uh,
0: I honestly, I'll
1: drink whatever.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I was going to say equal opportunity, like wine drinker. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Happy early birthday. Thank you. What are you doing? Do you drinking? have any other fun plans?
1: Um, yes. So, family got into town today. So, yeah. we're doing family stuff on Sunday and then my three really good girlfriends are coming in from Arizona.
0: Yay. And spending
1: actually the whole week working remotely and then spending Memorial Day weekend here. So, it's a it's kind of like a long extended
0: totally. I feel yeah. like that always happens. It didn't this year, which I'm kind of grateful for, but I, I do kind of the same thing as you. My birthday was last week and the what ends up happening, I don't plan anything and I'm like, oh, it's not a big deal. And then I'm yeah. like, what are we doing? And I wanted to like have something special going on. And then it typically ends up being like multiple week affair of things centered around me. And then by the end of it, I'm like, Oh, I felt really guilty. I really drew, drew that out. <laughs>
1: I really made that about me,
0: and you know what? I'm I'm kind of okay with it. Like I like
1: how things came together at the last minute and just enjoy it. Yeah, it sounds like you had a similar birthday. A lot of just kind of hanging out and doing. Yeah,
0: stuff. it was pretty low key. I mean, we let's see Wednesday night for my actual birthday. We went downtown Dallas to this place called 400 Grotti. It's this amazing. Mm-hmm. Italian, like restaurant, everybody worked there. I think it's a requirement for them to be Italian, which is one of my favorite things It's like, I'm oh, yeah. like, okay, I know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and that weekend, we just randomly decided to go to Austin That's
1: and
0: right. yeah. Well, and on my birthday, I forgot, like I went out to brunch and had an amazing day of like shopping and stuff like that. But then it was very short notice. We were like, we don't have any plans. Austin's only like three and a half, four hours away. Let's just find an Airbnb and we can take the dog. And he's never, Reggie hasn't really gotten to like explore. We need to get him like more socialized now that he's kind of less anxious and stuff than when we first got him. And so we drove down to Austin and he shook like a leaf almost the entire way because we realized every single time we take him in the car, he thinks he's going to the dog boarding place. Like that's literally the only times he's oh. been in the car. <laughs> we thought about it. We're like, oh dang! Like it's either the vet or the boarding place. Sure, yeah. So after like two and a half hours, I think he realized like, oh, we're far. He just he kind of like stopped a little bit, but it wasn't until we got to the Airbnb and it was awesome. We got a place by Lake Travis. Okay. And I'm obsessed. Like I didn't even feel like I was in Texas.
1: Like it's stunning,
0: like all these rolling mountains and so green and lush. And like, so we were like 30 minutes outside of Austin. And then we drove into the city on Saturday and like bopped around Rainy Street, which is like this cool street where all the, these craftsman houses have been turned into bars. And yeah, it was super cool. And kind of drove around. We almost got tattoos there, Matt and I, but I was like, Matt didn't really know what he wanted and I also was like I feel like you're making a rash decision and he's like I think I am too maybe I shouldn't I'm like yeah we're not gonna go
1: (laughs) did you end up getting a Taurus tattoo or just I didn't
0: and I'm still like so torn on what I want to get between like the actual like traditional Taurus symbol or like a outline of a bull horns I can't decide I definitely want it but then I'm also not sure where I want to get it at No one's ever said anything about the one that's on my wrist, but like, I also think about like, okay, if I'm like at work stuff, if I had more, would people say stuff? So I haven't, I don't know. I'm like overthinking it.
1: Probably. There's a lot of people at our company that have a
0: lot more tattoos than you do. I've noticed a few where they have their sleeves rolled up and I'm like, oh, that's a half sleeve right there. I didn't picture you for that, but I'm kind of like it.
1: (laughs) That's right. There's nothing that a, a long sleeve shirt can't fix. So, you
0: surprised me, Tess, because I hope you don't mind, but when you told me that you like a, a gentleman with some tattoos here and there, I was like, "This no. is correct way."
1: Yes, I don't know what it is. My mother would die and hate. We don't have to
0: tell her. her. Hopefully, no. she doesn't listen to this.
1: She wouldn't even know how to <laughs> <use> the app.
0: <laughs> so, You'd be surprised. You'd be uh, surprised. I didn't tell my mom, not on purpose. I just it slipped my mind because I also wanted to. Make sure I knew what I was doing and how to do it for like a few weeks. Sure. The, my mom sniffed that out and goes, Never use Spotify before, but have a login now and I've listened. And I was like, Mom. So she's, I love your mom. She found a way where there's a yeah. will, there's a way with moms.
1: Whatever you're up to, your mom's going to find out, Candace. And I like oh, that 100%. How. Yeah. She's
0: been, this has been most of my life. She's like, I already know. <laughs> I'm not a good liar, so it doesn't help. <laughs> well, I think you should go for
1: the tattoo. Okay. And from a fellow Taurus, I think yes. that's why we get along
0: so well because yes. it's Taurus season. It's almost over. A couple more days. Oh, God. I'm, soaking it I'm soaking it in. I'm soaking it in. I actually found out what my moon and rising was the other day. And I don't know if you've done that, Mm-mm. but I was kind of surprised by my my rising, and I'm afraid to admit it. Uh oh. I'm a Cancer Moon oh, and dear. a Gemini Rising. Really, <laughs> Gemini? Are, are now you? Now I understand why I, I can be kind of like I feel one way, but then I feel another way. Like I don't know what it means, but I see oh, the I see the double sidedness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like I'm never like I'm pretty straight, like forward with most people, and like you always pretty know what much where I stand on a topic. Yeah. But I could definitely, I don't know, have like two sides, like show some people one side of me and show another person another side of me.
1: Yeah. And maybe it's, maybe it's not that extreme. Maybe it's like a little bit of indecisiveness or hesitancy could also be that, which again, isn't something I would use to describe you with, but
0: you know, sometimes. But I was shocked. Have you ever done that?
1: I haven't done that. I I, don't you have to know what time you were born? Yes. You have to yeah. know the
0: location and the time.
1: I literally remember asking my mom that years ago and she was like, oh God, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool.
0: Middle daughter. Yeah. Sure. I was a planned C section. So that's really like the only way I knew. I always knew that I was born at eight o'clock in the morning. It was like very distinct, but anyways, Taurus season, it's the best season. Yeah. It's cheers. Cheers to that. And I'm drinking out of my cup that you got me. Oh my God, I love it. Oh, it's so I cute. I love it so much. Oh so my as God. I need my Bravo and my wine. Cheers. There were so many cheers.
1: There were literally, I think, 40 or 50 different ones to pick from. No and way. they were cracking me up. There were some that were like very specific housewives
0: quotes or taglines. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's hard it was- to choose from. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. I remember on my bachelorette party, I was very firm on like having like no cheesy bachelorette stuff. And I just wanted like Bravo games and um, those drinking pouches that say like freight, like quotes from the housewives. And we bought housewives merch at your bachelorette. That's amazing. Some of it, it wasn't like all merch or anything, it was like mostly the drink pouches and like games and stuff that we could play. But and it was, I think we were too drunk that we actually didn't play the games. I saved them (laughs) one day. But my poor friend, Kimberly, she's never watched an episode of housewives in her lives. And so, in her life, so I like literally was sending her direct links of like what to buy.
1: I just, do you ever think about that? I mean, this is the perfect forum to talk about it. People who don't watch it at all. Like we were joking with, I'll call him our coworker, but he's your, your leader, your manager. (laughs) And I I have a whole other topic when, if if we get a chance to talk about below deck. Yes. It always makes me laugh so hard. Like the people who absolutely have never heard of it, doesn't cross their ether, doesn't even, it's not even a thought in their mind is surprising. And then the people who do, like, the fact that he watched, I mean, he said his wife forced him into it, but it cracks me
0: up that he even knows what it is. Exactly. No, I've, I've been shocked that he knew what Summer House was, he knew what Below Deck was, and then now it's uh, Vanderpump, Mm -hmm. like, that kills me. Um, I mean, it's, it's, the men get into it from their wives. Matt would know exactly that. Like, he's, he's gotten into some Below Deck here and there. And um, but I think that's different because it's showing like more of the adventure, and it's like a not as honed in on like specific drama. Whereas, or like maybe even produced drama, where some of the other shows it is very oh. produced and like m- and like they're just fighting to fight at that point. Maybe and so I think even those people don't like that. Below
1: deck, it's this phenomenon that I want to do a thirty-page. Case study and like write a thesis state th- a thesis about the amount of men that I have met in my life, various capacities, work outside of work, whatever, that know and love below deck is mind blowing, and I think mm-hmm. you're exactly right. Like I don't, I I always thought it was just like the boat of it all. Like they just like yeah. the idea of men on, on boats, <laughs> but yeah, but it's so strange, like multiple people especially the last couple like adventure or down under or mm-hmm. whatever, knew all about it knew exactly what it was knew all the players i was
0: obviously delighted i know, but I I know. Couldn't believe it. and i've gotten someone else in our life into below deck starts with a k and last name starts with a k as well and she uh you know what i mean at work she, yeah. Oh, oh, KK, <laughs> got it, got it. <laughs> it's like who? I know I said that weird. Um, I was like trying to also think of like something would be like name is Mamie Mean and
1: <laughs> I like you the first one better.
0: She literally what? I
1: liked your first iteration better. Right, like, it.
0: okay, okay. Yeah. He, it's like that I was thinking of that like knocked up part where he's like it r- r- uh, rhymes with mortion and <laughs> no but she she literally was like what is this show Melissa's always trying to get me to listen to it or watch it and I'm just like oh here's where you need to start like I looked up the specific season I was like forget the t- first two seasons who cares and um and start here and do Captain Lee specifically because I can do without yeah. Sandy. If you get into it, you can watch Sandy later. But sh- she's annoying to me. And, Lee is um, the goat. The, yeah. literally the goat. Mm-hmm. And I do like the sailing guy. He's grown on me too over time.
1: Oh, but, Glenn. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: Captain Glenn. But um, no, she, she. I started her on season three, and yesterday she told me she's already on season six, and it's been less than two months.
1: It is the great equalizer. Among all of us, just throw mm-hmm. out some below deck and there's gonna be somebody who watches it. And I before I forget, speaking of men and bravo and podcasting, yeah. Uh, I will circle back one more time. I know I commented and texted you, but Matt on Love is Blind. Oh yeah. Honestly, first of all, I was crying laughing. Second of all, it was so fun to hear a guy's perspective on that stupid show. Totally, you know, like it was really because yeah. I. You think I can find ten guys that will watch Below Deck? I can find negative four that will watch
0: Love Is Blind. I know, I know. So I, I'm glad you got him to do it. I'm really glad to. Thank goodness he said yes. I just was <laughs> like, hey, I have this idea. And it's, it's, you know, this many episodes and it's everything, like everybody's talking about it right now. It's going to be really popular. I think that if you can just get into it, like you might find it entertaining. And he was at the first two episodes, he was so confused. He like actually thought that they were going to be in those pots for a really long time. Like he was like, how are they going to make 10 to 13 episodes? with this. And I'm like, just wait, just hang, hang on. Like they're going to get engaged and do all these things. So, and then once they were in it, he was like, I'm actually really invested (laughs) in like what's going on right
1: now. That show is good. Actually, one of our other coworkers on your team is the one who introduced me to it. And I kind of was like, no, whatever. And I think it's one of the best
0: reality shows on TV. I think it's so good. It is really, really good. I never could get into uh, Love Island. It's too many episodes. That was the other one yeah. that I think about a lot, and I'm like, mm-hmm. should I give it a shot, or like even watch some of the old seasons on? I think it's on Hulu. Like the ones in yeah. um in Europe, I've heard they're really good. Have you ever yeah. watched those?
1: I've watched a couple. I agree with you. There and there's a serious cult following of that show. Mm-hmm. Like people are, you think people are crazy about the stuff we talk about? Love Island has this really, really intense following, but you're right; it's, it's a commitment.
0: It's like a lot. How do they even edit them that fast? Watch my grandma put on my blanket.
1: Well, (laughs) it's it's like a pretty bare bones production, too. Like not not in terms of the cameras and things like that, but like where they put them up and the these weird houses. It just seems like if you basically touch the wall, it's going to blow over. Like it it just, Um, to me, it's not very like um, elevated. Like even the bachelor mansion to me is like,
0: Oh, something to look at. Like that's not. I think the bachelor is going to be coming back pretty soon, but I know you're kind of over it, right? I'm over it. I'm curious
1: if you're going to just keep on keeping on with it.
0: I mean, listen, I watch the girl, like the Bachelorette one. I watched that one. If I can find a cute guy or two, then I'm going to be like, all right, let's see what happens. Okay. And But if I'm not invested in any of the characters or are or believing any of them or like actually falling for each other, then I'll probably stop. But I really just like to know the players too because that last year's Bachelor in Paradise was – fantastic was it really and i tess i must have i started one or two episodes it was so slow to start that i was like "Eh, i don't care about this and i had eight episodes after that like there was like because it's not it's like limited right and i'm not kidding i was like bored one afternoon and just started putting it on and the like the just I was so like into it by like the end of episode okay. three, I binged the entire season in like a seating and they're like two hour long episodes of the actual bachelor, not just bachelor uh, in paradise. Just oh, bachelor paradise. In paradise. It was, okay. it was such a good season. And I, I liked knowing who some of the people were and having like wh- where they came from, what season they were on that part. I know you don't have to know that stuff. I just like to know where like people come from so I can place you and I'm like, okay, you were this way on that show. How yeah. are you going to be here?
1: Yeah. But- I, I did paradise back in the day. It was really good too.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: don't want to just skate by the fact that just a few moments ago, you did refer to these real people on reality TV as the characters. Players. That as characters. You know, that, character, <laughs> that to me just is really important because I think, <laughs> I think that, especially these later seasons of The Bachelor, like people know that they're going to get on, stay on for five episodes, and then you're going to be an influencer.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I just think about, and I think about the house size the same way. Like totally. there's each one of them serve a purpose of like, you're the crazy one. You're the one that's always drunk. You're the one that's too serious. And like, they kind of put them into this little box and, and, you know, create this cast of characters and then you're watching them kind of go through their development and that's true. trials and tribulations. I think you've
1: sold me. That's a
0: really good. Way <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm telling you, if you get bored, go watch bachelor in paradise from last summer, because okay. I was really into it. And there were a couple engagements that came out of that actually. And they're still. Yeah. Still on? I'm blanking on who in this moment in time, but I do believe there's one or two, maybe two. Well, that's, I feel like, okay, maybe that has some redemptive value then.
1: I, yeah. I Again, I, Bachelor in Paradise was something to watch, for sure,
0: in the past. Yes. Well, I feel like we've caught up a little bit. I want to know, because the last time I talked to you yeah. was right before the Howie Mandel I know. Oh my podcast. And in that time when we talked, you were like, I... Think that maybe this was a plan. And that yeah. Do you still feel the same?
1: I really appreciate you giving me the chance on this platform to clarify my statements. (laughs) Because I heard you and your lovely guest last week. She was fantastic.
0: Brittany, yeah. She
1: was a scholar among scholars of these of these shows. Truly. So bravo, hats tipped to her. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think what I actually meant and I wasn't very clear about and what I still believe is yes, the affair happened. And yes, there's part of me that could believe that um, Raquel and Tom could give into their feelings a little bit more knowing how much they could get a storyline out of it. But what I think I specifically was talking about is the timing. Like the Mm. timing of everything coming out was just, Mm-hmm, and still mm-hmm. is so confusing to me. And I think to bring it full circle, I saw a clip on Instagram last night or today that was Ariana's interview with um, Hoda and Jenna on the Today Show. This morning that and happened. I, okay. So I haven't I haven't watched it, but it just dawned on me. Oh, and she did like a cute little TikTok before the um, Watch What Happens Live episode that she did that I haven't watched. So I'll watch that tonight. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You got to watch that.
1: Like, damn it, if she is not capitalizing on this, and, no, and that's where I'm just talking about the timing of it all. Yeah. Um, Raquel literally ran and hid for weeks and weeks and
0: weeks. I don't even know if she did she go did she go to the reunion? She definitely went to the reunion. It was the yeah. first time I think that many of them had seen her talk to her in quite a while. okay so yeah, she turned, so we see an episode that she turns her phone off and stuff for a few weeks.
1: Right. And I learned that last night. And then I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, if this God awful situation were ever to happen to me, I would become a recluse. I would hide. I would, I would not come out of my home. It would be like a full blown, Mm -hmm. it would be a problem. And so the timing of it to me and the way that Ariana specifically has capitalized on it, while I don't blame her, I don't think it's right or wrong. That was more what I was getting at. Is the show's going to blow up? They're definitely get, getting picked up for more seasons. All of their brands have been elevated. They probably all have hundreds of thousands of more followers. Mm-hmm. So, I just felt like the way that it came out, and then all of that weird back and forth on the episode a couple weeks ago. That's the part where I'm like, oh. But do I believe they fully had? an affair and do I believe that that component of it is true yeah I do yeah the rest of it just kind of
0: it's convenient yeah and you know what I thought was pretty convenient the announcement of them Raquel Rachel Ariana was calling her Rachel in her watch what happens live interview so I'm very tempted to be like if she calls her Rachel then I will too but um I'm used to calling her Raquel at this point yeah yeah, yeah totally. Rachel and, and Sandoval have officially broken up. That was offloading all over page six and everywhere else, conveniently, just a few hours before the finale aired. So I thought that was like probably a pretty good PR move, if anything, but I think it's actually like actual garbage. Like, I think they're, as we know, and you'll, I don't want to spoil anything, but I feel like for the point of this, it's definitely worth like, I'm not spoiling anything too crazy for you but Ariana does say that she, so her and Tom are still living in the house, they have a mediator that they're going through still but she picked up the mail four days ago and Raquel had sent Tom a letter and so and she just sent it on the counter because she felt it was illegal to open it, it's his mail so she's like, I don't know if they're broken up but she's literally sending him letters from her facility Int-
1: Oh, okay so she's still, okay mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. And I wonder too, does that change how you felt about, because remember our whole thing was, well, if they're going to do this, they better end up together. Ring, get knocked up, literally moving yeah. together. You no, know, for real. But do you, do you feel like there were real feelings there or does this change? Like,
0: I, I do think there were real feelings there, whether it was like a deep, deep love that I, I don't know if we could ever say that. Um, And Ariana's like, I don't think they know the meaning of what love really is. I think it was infatuation and addiction to a feeling of feeling like wanted and um, obsessed with one another because he says he hasn't felt respected or wanted in a very long time. And then she feels a closeness like having intimate with her best friend. She'd never felt anything like that before. And so I think they're both just infatuated with that feeling. And that's why I think they, it was so just like hard and fast. Um, I don't know if they'll, you know, I don't know if anybody knows if they'll be together forever, but I mean, it seems to think like they're. it seems that they're sticking to their bones as far as like it was worth it. At least that's what I gathered from that episode.
1: No, I agree. I mean, I LOL'd and I did rewind it and watch it again when, Tom said, they love you, like your family oh, loves you. And she God. thought,
0: <laughs> she she immediately- it so, I I'm rewinded too. He's like, they love you. Like, it was like, you can't really, I couldn't read his lips or anything. I was like, what did he say?
1: I know. And dumb, dumb Dodo Bird Raquel was like, I love you too. Like three tenths of a second later, <laughs> he says, she I love you too.
0: She did so, not skip a beat. I don't, oh, know. I don't know. That's interesting. That so, was... do you
1: think it's potentially like a bluff breakup? And they're, I do. Okay.
0: I do. I think okay. that they'll probably still talk and still, still do stuff like how and why would you release something like that only a few hours before the finale? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's and that I think that that's like a ratings poll, like to me.
1: And that was my comment a few weeks ago is just all of this felt so conveniently timed out. And so, I don't know. Have I still watched every single second of it? Yes. And I am oh. so, sad, like, I feel sad that the reunion's coming because then it's, oh God, it's, it's almost, over. almost over.
0: What am I going to do when that happens? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, okay. So... And we don't need to go like scene by scene by any means, okay. but I want to d- definitely cover like some of the big key things that I I noticed. Um, first, it was, can I just say it was weird seeing LA in the rain. We always see them when they're just sunny, beautiful, and all that rain you guys got in SoCal just not like a few weeks ago. It was yes. super weird to see them like, and then they're just like living their real lives like. They had barely any notice that they were picking cameras back up. So we just, like, see them bopping around, like, making coffee in their pajamas, like, living life, like, in the rain, like, not ready to film. Like, that was interesting to me.
1: Yeah. The rain that we will not shut up about. We're still talking (laughs) about it. It hasn't rained in a month. So I actually felt like it really was that bad for that long. But, yeah, you're right. There was a lot of messy updos and
0: no makeup. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we learn... And one of the big things I was like, rewound, rewatch, like rewound, rewatched. It was Ariana saying that she had a women's intuition that when his phone fell out of the pocket, she felt like she needed to pick it up. And she's like, something in her just tells her that she should look at it. She sees the screen recording of their FaceTime. He's at Schwartz's house when he's doing it like the night before. And he says he would normally delete something like that. And one other thing we learned from Watch What Happens Live is that he actually had, to Ariana's point, she's saying that he had an app that he would store pictures and content in to hide his second life. So, yeah, so it's like a totally double life scenario where he's, like, actually hiding this type of stuff. But I thought that was crazy that he actually said, like, I would normally delete that kind of thing. He
1: it came out like he's he was not thinking to your point like they didn't realize cameras were gonna force their way back into the house but I think it was an absolute oh my god I can't believe I just said that on camera he's probably mortified over that I mean mm-hmm. there's Hopefully. so much more yeah I mean yeah, he acted cool. Um, like especially at least Vanderpump's house like that was so oh cringy my god.
0: he sounded he sounded kind of like a girl when he would cry he I know like wailing, sobbing yeah. These emotions.
1: I I will admit, though, I, like anybody who's been through any sort of heartbreak in their life, every single person has, right? So when they were on the couches sitting across from each other, and he had just went and worked out, and I remember hearing that, he would come back and forth to their house and use their gym and all kinds of stuff, like when they were broken up. So it was interesting to see that part of it. But Mm -hmm. that was super super sad like the i mean she went all in and i don't know if i would have the capacity to be as harsh as she was but mm-hmm. the two of them having that conversation was like
0: everybody's
1: mm. been through something like that and it was
0: like really sad i felt i felt terrible it, watching i felt it. like we shouldn't be watching it i know like i'm like am i allowed to be here like this is yeah. so crazy and she did say um, later. I feel like I'm telling you all the watch what happens live stuff, but okay. I promise it's still worth watching. Okay. Um, she goes uh, that that scene was hours long condensed down to like a couple minutes. Oh. So imagine, imagine that like just going on and on and on and on. Um, it she was. Did. I just, I just cannot get over that he never ever says I'm sorry, Ariana. And or like breaks down or does any of that stuff. But the only times we see him do it are to Schwartz, are to Lisa, are to Sheena where he actually shows some emotion, specifically Lisa and Schwartz. He's like actually sobbing, but I'm like, how and why, like, are you so checked out and done with this scenario that you just don't care? Like in front of her, like you care about how it affected your friend, how it affected their business Um, You care like when he cried at Lisa's he cares. um, What did he say that he is sad that he doesn't want that last conversation that they had to be with such like her having such anger and he he wanted to be able to say what he wanted to say without her being so mad at him. It's all about him. It's never him like actually saying like I'm upset because I messed up and I loved her. Like it's never he never actually like has that sympathy if that makes sense.
1: He, he doesn't, I know you allude to me as the devil's advocate
0: in every
1: conversation, <laughs> yeah. and I think, first of all, I think Sheena did the best job of actually articulating to him how and why he messed up so badly. Like, if you're having concerns about your significant other, you need to go talk to them. You don't go and have an affair. Like, I thought that yeah. was a very basic but very good way to put it, but I yeah. also think He's not apologizing because he is mad at her. He is angry at her. He thinks that she, and this is where I do think there's two sides to every story. I really do think that they were not sleeping together for months and months and months. Not that, but guys are, they've got a one-track mind. I think that he believes deep down in his soul that she's been pulling herself away from him. And this was just a reaction to that. So in his mind, he's like, why am I going to apologize? Because she caused this. Now, whether or not you agree with that, like whatever. But I think that's why he's so angry with her. And why are you going to apologize if you're mad at somebody?
0: No, it's it's a really great point because, and I actually took note of that later on. I'm trying to remember who he said it to, but I think he says it to Schwartz. And he says, I was waiting for her to say sorry and, like, she never, I could count on, or no, maybe even to her. He's like, I could count on my hand how many sorries I've ever gotten from you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why am I saying sorry to you?
1: It's I think like,
0: over the last year or
1: so, he, like, he has built up a hatred to toward her. And that made it all the easier to do this with Raquel. And it made the feelings with Raquel that much more intense. Because he finally mm-hmm. found somebody that he isn't upset with or doesn't understand, like they they're they don't want the same things. They don't even want to do the same things. So was it the week before this one that they he was like, she's like, let's go to dinner or make dinner. And he was like, well, no, let's do mushrooms. It's just like
0: mushrooms and okay. want the sunrise, go yeah. set, skydiving, just casual. They're just not
1: on the same track anymore. No. So I think he's very, very angry and he thinks mm-hmm. In his perfect world ariana would come to him and say look i know i haven't been that great lately and and that's just it's never going to happen and by the way she didn't go act out and like cheat on him so Mm -hmm. i think that's why he's doing that
0: oh man i think you're right it's definitely there's certainly two sides to it um but i think even if your partner of nine years isn't showing you that affection and isn't recognizing how happy you are. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe they're not listening to you when you are like screaming from the rooftops, like I'm unhappy, like, let's fix this. That doesn't make that. That's no excuse to go and do what you did. No. Um,
1: And that's the whole point. And Mm -hmm. I, that's why I feel like Ariana was righteous in how she she reacted well. She did. And I think because that's the line he crossed, like mm-hmm. he could have done 10 other things before doing that, but you're right. He, it's all about him with a narcissist mm-hmm. like that. He's
0: looking for her to take the blame. I'm smiling because I just keep picture when she's like, she goes, that's you right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Remember that part? Yes. It's and like you're hanging yourself right now. Just in that
1: <laughs> dead like eyeball to eyeball for you to die.
0: Like when he asked her what I she wanted, it was she just was loaded so for beer. Crazy. Cause she really mm-hmm. she only broke that like really straightforward and direct manner when she screamed, like, I don't care about Raquel. And oh my god, that was just so intense. The whole scene was completely intense. But then he goes to Schwartz's and like sobs into his arms and the other woman I thought was super telling is that Schwartz says like, man, I know you had a plan. So like now we know, like, I mean, he knew. And I think that Katie's point about Schwartz knowing all the way back at BravoCon, I think that can absolutely be true. I mean, he knows about the one night stand. He does admit that later, but that he like knows that they had a one night stand after boys night and mm-hmm. and BravoCon, as we know, is mid-October. Mm-hmm. And so- Who was your wedding then, weekend? Yeah, it was my wedding weekend. I Talk had to so make long. the choice of a lifetime. To <laughs> I really did. Hey, Vegas. I think it's a different weekend coming up in Vegas. So, really? oh my think God. about it. I don't know where you're going to be by beginning of November, but honestly, I could be talked into anything right now. All right, I'm. I'm going to get my selling shoes on and sell you on going to Vegas. Okay. Um. No. So. <laughs> yeah. He. I think it's, it sounds like they had a plan mm-hmm. to. Break up or him break up if he ever got the balls and tell Ariana before the reunion. Um But Ariana again, makes another point on watch what Happens live. <laughs> she says like, I don't know if he would have actually done that because he was planning to go to winter house. And I think he wanted to show up to winter house and be the good guy. So I don't know how, when he was planning all this stuff, but he was going to have to be like really strategic of like when he actually came out and said all this stuff. Cause they went to winter house as we know, Schwartz was caught in the airport by TMZ like a couple weeks after this all came out in late March um, on his way to film for Winter House. So Tom was like mm-hmm. ousted by that point.
1: Maybe that blows up my whole point about like how this has all been released in such specific timing. But I don't know. I I think Tom Schwartz. So Katie is still a nightmare to me, but yeah. I will say The last two episodes, she really has, like, I want to say redeemed herself. She's that whole thing with, I know you guys already talked about that conversation with her and Raquel. Um, Oh, yeah. But just as it relates to, like, his behavior with the whole Tom, Sandoval, Raquel relationship, like, she cannot be argued with. She really can't. She's just laying down the facts, saying exactly what happened, and calling Tom Schwartz out. Like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. I was really glad that she called him out and was like, he hadn't maybe sat down with his drink in like 2.5 seconds. She was like, how long have you known? (laughs) Like so quick. I was like, dang, she's getting right into it. She's giving people what they want. Yeah. That was everybody. He gives you that dumb doofy look. I can't wait to see James calling poopoo heads next. Like, I don't know if it's next week (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or went on the reunion, but he's like, Poo Poo heads, you bought poo poo heads.
1: <laughs> or like, you're a worm with a mustache. Was that what he said? Yes.
0: <laughs> he calls him a worm with a mustache. It's oh, incredible. God. You can't
1: deny James is hilarious.
0: He's the number thing. one guy in the group. Like, I, even though he comes from crazy beginnings and he's done some really screwed up things, like Brittany and I were talking about last week he really has i do think he's worked on himself he knows the bad parts of him and he knows when and where to bring those out I think he he does bring them out you know when necessary Le- releases that that little devil inside of him but he he can be so funny and so witty
1: it's incredible like even that whole phone call scene at the table with lala oh, I and Ali <laughs> I was what
0: Like when he was just like, it's like, well, are you guys like boyfriend girlfriend now or like what's going on? I can't believe you'd want that old man blank. Like Ellie <laughs> was like, hang up, hang up, yeah, <laughs> like, she like, hang
1: up the phone. Even the, the heaviest of episodes and the heaviest of material, Bravo still comes through and made me laugh last night. Like it, there's there's just something so funny almost comical about how serious the entire world has been taking this news that if you really step back you're like this is ridiculous but amazing it's
0: absolutely ridiculous yeah i just don't know how they were actually a lot of people i think have been talking about that like why and i have i gotten a few questions of those too like why is this such big like national news i don't and know. it's just like these are people that we've gotten to know for 10 plus years. It's a relationship that we thought these were life partners forever that have always put on this safe, like, you know, face in front of everybody. And I don't know, there's something so relatable about it because this truly, I think, could happen to anyone. And I mm-hmm. think it's the deception. I think it's like one of those things where you're like, And also like we get to watch in real time and almost pick out these little nuggets and like Easter eggs of like during the episodes of like, Ooh, do they interact? Like, Oh, he touched his butt, her butt right there. And like, Oh, they're doing this. And it's like, it's almost like we were part of something and getting to watch it and experience it in real time. It was like a collision of all of those things at once.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a totally fair point. Um, I'm a sucker through and through. I mean, I <laughs> fell for it. I mean, I, I this could have been one of those shows I let go of this season, but Oh, I know. After they know? redid that cast, it was brutal.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So oh, great my I gosh. Can't wait for Watch What Happens Life.
0: Yeah. You got it. Sorry. I keep referencing it. I promise you really like it. It's so good. Um, Wait, can we talk though about them together? And this might just have to be a Vanderpump centric episode if this is all we talk about. Although did you watch Real Housewives in New Jersey, the finale? I sure did. Um, I I didn't watch all of Atlanta and I didn't watch- No, that's okay. Okay. How about we do, we're um, we're not done here. I want to do a few more things with Vanderpump, but We can do Below Deck quickly in uh, New Jersey, too. I feel like that's plenty. Um, And we don't even have to get to all of it if we don't have time. But I just want to get your thoughts. Like, I know we talked about them saying, like, I love you. And, oh, they said they love you. Them (laughs) not being able to kiss on camera. I was waiting for that moment. And I was surprised that they didn't. What was it? Like, they just didn't want to do it? I think they're so used to, like pretending when the cameras are there that they doing it there it just felt too close or too private like I just I don't know it seemed like they both felt very uncomfortable being intimate with a camera right there did you feel
1: chemistry between like when they were together did you feel like oh my god I get
0: why like I really I didn't, didn't feel chemistry the only time I ever got any sort of like, okay, maybe, was when Raquel was like, he's become my best friend and I've never been intimate with my best friend like that before. Then I was like, okay. But then the minute it flashes onto him and his gross skin and his disgusting hair and his mustache and his his nails, like, I hate to talk about someone's looks, but just like, he gives me such the ick. I know. And like, his character is so garbage that the minute he's sitting there and and he's just like staring at her, I'm like, Oh, get off that couch. Like he's too close. I know, and it felt very forced. Like it felt yeah. like,
1: okay, we have to have our big moment on camera and we can't kiss. And I
0: think oh, neither God. of them wanted to film, but they had to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I didn't like, you know, you can sense it on these shows sometimes. We're, yeah. really kind of we're not it. we're not dumb. The audience is no. Smart. Yeah. So that scene was just brutal.
0: It was brutal. But the, the I love you part was worth it all. That's the that's the best takeaway from them all. <laughs> um, but and then he does tell say admit that like Ariana's known about Miami girl. Um, and that Ariana does say later, like it they had did hook up and it was she defended him because she didn't want her boyfriend to be thought of as this terrible guy. So like he has done this and we find out from Sheena when it's his, his, his combo that he's done it before with yeah. another person who knows if it's somebody that's in their community or not, but he's just tr- trash. And I mean,
1: the, I, I, the don't, moment I don't I know heard... if he's going to be able to
0: film with them anymore. It sounds like it's on pause. Oh God. The I moment know. I heard that he borrowed,
1: was it him that borrowed $250,000 from his parents? I believe so from I their retirement. Like, I'm not on this guy. Goodbye. Like I agree. No, that's where you talk about character. You know, I just think yeah. he's going to get what he can get from people for his whole life. He's
0: and this taker. whole
1: story of, yeah, he's a taker. And this whole storyline he has of like on the Howie Mandel podcast. And um, I hit 40 and I just, I changed something changed. And I felt like that's bullshit. I don't believe that for one second, but I think he's leaning on that to make a justification of why he's behaving this way.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I think we're spot on it's he's, he, I don't think he'll he'll ever change. I don't think he'll ever grow up. Like this is just who we're stuck with. And, and I just love that even Kristen, the Kristen of it all, I wonder if she'll come back next season. Um, But I I loved how she was like, what'd you say? it's just wild to see her roll up
1: in those ill-fitting nike slides on her feet
0: I'm just- i agree and can we talk about that slow ass walk she was just like <laughs> she kind of was like up to yeah the house. it's like they were like walk really slow so we can get i think it. the producers <laughs> were like slow down <laughs> it was so like weird sauntering in <laughs> with her yeah. crystals
1: like Kristen, uh, you at least probably had a 45 minute notice that the cameras were going to be there Can you put on a sneaker? Can you tie up like a Nike or something?
0: Literally. I know. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. But, um, I loved it when she was like, they did the flashback. That was another part when she Mm -hmm. says, um, go ahead, Ariana, you win, you win, never hearing from him when he doesn't come home and like never getting a text back when he stays out late, you win have getting to stay with the best liar I've ever, ever known. And I was like, damn, mic drop.
1: He's never going to change. And I think I like how um, how much she kept herself out of it. Like, she, you know, obviously can totally relate and kept wanting to say things like, yeah, I've been through this. But I think she actually was like, what he and I went through is one fraction of mm-hmm. the length of time that you guys have put into that relationship. So I've always kind of liked her because, I mean, ex- except for her last couple of seasons, She's mm-hmm. always been, like, she doesn't want to be the center of attention. And I kind of like that about her. Like, she'll point back at other people. And I yeah. think she could have totally made this whole segment about her on that episode. Yeah. She didn't.
0: She did a really good job of just, yeah. like, making it about about her. Yeah, no. I just – every time I think of Kristen, I don't know why <laughs> I think of – and we didn't even do a, a – flashback Friday this week so I feel bad so maybe this can be my my flashback Friday for us um I I completely forgot uh she goes or no the episode where doesn't is it James or her that spits on her door after they break up I think James spits on her door yeah 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 when they're breaking up and they're so toxic and he literally Mm -hmm. like spits as he's like walking out of her doorway that was just when we laugh at James now, just think about those things.
1: No, totally. And then, like, her whole situation with Carter and that loser oh that was gosh. just like reloading up. Yeah. Off. But,
0: like, she's not
1: great, but I guess I'm just, I can, it's almost like she grew up. Like, the Kristen yeah. we saw last night was
0: like, she
1: grew she's up. not. Good. I think she's in a good relationship and she's like, square I think so
0: away. too. Yeah. yeah. I think I I heard her on uh, Lala or somebody's podcast not that long ago. Um, You know who else grew up? Uh, Jax was actually on Heather McDonald's podcast earlier this week. Highly recommend listening to it. He has a lot of like really good Mm -hmm. insight of his like 20-year relationship with Tom Sandoval. And I always thought Jax was like pretty meh, you know, like disgusting himself. Mm -hmm. But – I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, he is very humble and is like, hey, I am not one to talk, but like, I've really tried to become like a good man, a family man, and have worked a lot of myself. He's like, I think when I first met Brittany, I was an awful person. I was in a terrible mental state and I did a lot of things wrong. And I've been working on repairing those relationships for many years now. And there's definitely more. And he's like, he alludes to like not having a really, uh, repaired relationship with Stassi and Bo at this time, but he does say like him and Tom, he had a breaking point with Tom a few years back where he was just like, something happened. And I think he returned that samurai, samurai sword to him or something (laughs) like that. And he talks about that whole moment, but if you're looking for some good content and um, I thought that Heather and Jax had a really good interview. I
1: mean, I'm, pleasantly surprised i never thought that guy would have. so maybe there's hope for tom sandoval like if Jax can turn his shit around Ooh, that's right i don't know that's a good point i maybe
0: yeah. maybe
1: I, I, listen i'm not holding out for it i don't, don't
0: no i won't so. hold my breath i won't hold my breath yeah. oh my gosh and um okay we'll do a quick below deck um unless do you want to yes. take a break or anything
1: no, I love below deck. Okay, let's let's, let's get it. into
0: it. I feel like we can power through. Um, yeah, how are you feeling about the season of um below deck sailing?
1: I love it. I I have figured out the formula for below deck. It's do tell charter after charter after charter of chaos. And whether that's like overproduced or not, there's always something wrong. It's you know we didn't have enough towels or mm-hmm. our surfboards hit each we conked oh each head head other. Like there's always some sort of chaos. It starts good, it peaks, they come back down after it. They get the tip meeting and then they go up. It's the perfect show because it's pretty predictable. Yes. Yeah. And then I think this season is so good. I think we talked about this the first time I recorded with you is um the Daisy and Colin. Oh yeah, it's so fun. Like it's so fun to see, like mm-hmm. how that's gonna go. Because I just love that. I'm obsessed with Colin. Like I, love I always him. thought
0: he was really
1: good looking, and I was he like, dang, I
0: think he has like a girl and a child and whatnot. Yep. And no, it, yeah, I'm down for watching those two.
1: And you can tell they're pain, like planting the seed. Oh, he was kind of mean to her at the tip meeting, and she got defensible Oh, but I think it's all to, like. I think it's to build up that they end up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They like have these good moments where she's like leaning over him and he's laying down and she's confiding in him. And then, or she's confiding in him in the other room. And she's like, I'm just so stressed. Like, I don't know how to handle it. And he's there for her. And then Mm he has this moment where he's like, kind of pokes at her a little bit. And then, yeah, no, totally.
1: And I think she likes. That's a really good point. I think she's the type of person that like needs to be checked once in a while. And I think she kind of probably finds it hot that it's Mm -hmm. Colin doing it.
0: I think all significant others have to like, if you have a good relationship, usually that person is telling you like you need to be, you know, get your shit together. And I'll Matt's like, like, that was really mean. Like he'll say something to me and I'm like, you're being dramatic. You're being too sensitive. And he's like, no, that was like kind of harsh. And I'm like, Oh, what did I say? <laughs> like, i don't even remember. And he has to repeat that.
1: Yes. You need somebody to keep you in check. And I feel like she's been single for a long time and hasn't had that. So she's like really feeling it. And so I yeah. love it. I think it's the perfect show. I, um, I took like a couple notes I was talking about. I'm like, I never get sick of it, even though it's yeah, the same never. Scene, every episode. I don't get sick of it. And, um, I really like Daisy. I mean, Kate Chastain
0: is my favorite. Oh, she's, she's, my, she's the goat hands down. That's why totally. I had Katie watch those seasons. Cause I was like, this is my favorite still like yeah. in these seasons. Cause she's not around forever. Yeah. I wonder if she, I mean, she had a baby, so I wonder she if she had a baby. Yeah. I doubt she'll come back. I feel like she would Bummer. be like, I don't even know at that point i think she's just a cast member like you know what i mean like it's like is mm-hmm. she really gonna be taking people's drink orders at this point like especially yeah. i watched her on the traders and that show was really good and she she was oh, so yeah. funny and so stylish on the traders like literally style queen okay. she oh my god the scarves and the jackets and everything and she was like honestly i mainly just signed up for the show because you guys have only ever seen me in my uniform and i was just excited to show off my clothes and I, was so like, yes. I love her i never i don't even know what that show is but it's on uh, peacock traders it's like a game brandy um glanville is on it kyle from summer house they they pick oh my god it's so good it, it just aired like a few months ago and i binged like the whole thing it's like eight or nine episodes and they have all these casts of characters. Reza, Reza from Shaw's of Sunset, who I love. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other like people, and then there's people from Big Brother, and there's a couple other normies that come in too. And they basically pick secretly pick uh, three traitors who have to like secretly maneuver the game and like get people murdered at night. Like they just get cut from the game, and then they strategize, oh. and it's whoever the last people are standing wins the pot of money. So and it's all the reality TV people.
1: Oh my See God. Her. I didn't I've not hasn't even entered my Oh, you should watch it. I
0: didn't know you hadn't watched it. It's really good. Okay.
1: Well, I love her. I, I hope you're feeling the same way about Bulldeck I yeah, hated I the am. primary guy this last time around, but I was I didn't obsessed like with the complaining boy. about
0: the chicken bones and like I know. Come on, you're on a beach, like I don't know if this is litter, but if I was with my parents, my she dad'd be can't. like, chuck that chicken bone into the bushes. Totally. Some animals. Be- the- I just pictured my dad out hanging out of his truck and he would throw banana peels. He'd just be like, Pff. "Who cares? <laughs> it's biodegradable. <Who> cares? <laughs> I'm like, something out there is going to want to eat that bone. Just let it run. Yeah, I know. I, it air? was really annoying me, but I loved the son,
1: the, the young kid.
0: Oh my God. So sweet. So sweet. I felt bad. He definitely felt bad for hitting that guy and causing that head injury for the other guest oh when they collided. Uh, I felt really bad for him. Um So you're loving it too. I so love it, love it, good. love it. Yeah. I just I do think that Gary can never be wrong, which I'm kind of sick of. I and oh, like God. he he always is nice to Daisy in front of her face and then he's talking crap behind her back and he's like I also think like yes, he can never be wrong, but I also think he can um He gets, he reminds me of like in front of the guests, like how we got invited to dinner and stuff. He's almost like a Disneyland dad in a way to me, like in front of guests, like he's like, I get all the good stuff. I get to have them get toys. I get to have them do this. I get to set up all the fun stuff. And then Daisy gets left with all the shit work. She has all the dishes. She has this. She's had running around doing drinks. Like she is the order taker and, and she is looked at as such. And so she definitely like doesn't get the fun stuff at all. And Gary, I feel like gets all the fun.
1: I That's exactly what that's such a good point. And that's why she was so annoyed. Maybe that's why she got so emotional. I mean, obviously she was exhausted, but it's, yeah. She was like, why does this guy get to sit up here and like be served a three course meal?
0: Yeah. That was crazy to me. So no, I love, I love that. I love this cast. I think it's one of the best casts that they've had in a really long time. So yeah. Obsessed with them. Um, And then you said you also watched New Jersey. Have you watched Summer House? Oh yeah. So I watched, I will never miss Summer House.
1: I think the finale, no, the reunion's next week.
0: The reunion starts next week. Um, It was a really good scene. I think it picked up at the end. It was yeah. Do you want to talk I mean, about it real quick because I feel like Jersey. All we need to talk about is Louis absolutely losing his shit, which I don't have much to say other than he's a psychopath. Candace, um, his, skin, his skin turned purple. His face was purple. Purple and his eye. Here we can even just talk about it now. I can't <laughs> even believe it. I was like, that, that is one nightmare one. fuel when his eyes are bulging out of his face, and he's literally saying, "I'm a winner." I'm a winner. She's a winner. And I'm like, you are terrifying. Matt's taking a picture of me. He's (laughs) terrifying. Um,
1: I heard a recap. I listened to a recap last night. Mm -hmm. And they brought up a really good point. Which is, and I never really realized this, and I don't know your thoughts, but like Louis kind of being the hero for Teresa and coming into her mm-hmm. life and being like this magical person. When then all the dirt came out about those weird videos on the beach and his ex-wife and all that stuff. Yeah. But manipulative, um, territorial people, the first thing that they do is slowly over time, they try to push your family out of your life. Oh yeah. And I feel like last Isolate. night. I was- Isolate. Perfect word. Mm -hmm. And I feel like last night's episode was the first time where I I realized he's saying things like, I'm going to get you out of the snake pit, and I'm a winner. Like, all these little signals to her that, like, you need to come with me, and you need to leave everybody behind. And I'm sure you've seen it in your friend group or your family. I've seen it in my Mm -hmm. family. Like, these people come in Mm -hmm. and start a relationship with somebody, and all of a sudden, you're not allowed to be in their lives anymore and so Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my god like Teresa was the perfect sucker for that Mm -hmm. because here she is with her crazy ex-husband now he lives in the Bahamas or some shit Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she was looking for a white knight
0: yeah she was it's so true I've had this even I've talked to you about this before I've had it happen with my own brother and his girlfriend it was it was. We really thought if the he were to marry this person and and have children with her, we thought we would never see them again, and it was terrifying.
1: Yep, it's happened in my family too. Sorry, there's a motorcycle.
0: Okay. Oh no, you're fine. Motorcycles for New Jersey, as the <laughs> truckers yeah. for truckers for New Jersey, no, right. as the would say. Yeah, um, he's a I'm big not up on. <laughs> <people>. <laughs> no, it's no. I think you're you're on like a really good track there because he's doing exactly that. I just don't know where the turning point was because only a few weeks back, we saw them in the Jersey shore and literally he was trying to make things work and he was telling him about how he's wearing the pajamas and ugh, I'll never forget that moment, but ugh. he's literally talking about them and they're, they're all crying and trying to make it work. Where did that switch happen? Because like, I, oh. That's what I'm not understanding. Um, and then, like, Melissa and Joe were saying that – or maybe even it was Teresa and Louis said it later, but um, on Watch What Happens Live when they went on, like, after it aired. But someone somewhere said that when the rumor came out about Melissa and they brought her – or brought Joe over to confront him and basically tell him, like, he should leave her, which they're yep. totally – You know, denying that they did send anything of the sort. I thought it was super telling that Gia called him after that and also said, "I think you could do better." Like that is wild to me, Um, saying that to her uncle. And so I I think the falling out—if that was six or so months ago or whenever that was—I think it started then. But I'm like, well, then why was Louis trying to like work things out on the beach not that long ago? It's just the timing of it seems very strange to me.
1: No, I I know, and I think. No, that's actually a really good question. But I think like pulling back from that like weird moment sort of towards the end because this is the other thing I was going to ask you about is every single freaking episode of every show now like super sized? <laughs>
0: they do like, like fifteen minutes extra. Yes, I'm like I think the finale thing? specifically.
1: I and so Jersey was one like the last few weeks. I'm like I am so bored. Yeah, and agreed. I feel like. Last night, they really redeemed themselves. Like, I was obsessed with the whole thing. Of course, I was obsessed with the Irish dancing. I loved the whole thing. It looked awesome. It looked amazing. So, like, I was so, it was, there was so much to look at. Mm -hmm. I also have firmly, like, reinvested in the fact that, like, I'm a Melissa Gorga fan. I know that's not popular. But, like, she basically was, like, okay, crazy Danielle, bring it on. Like she knew for months that they were going to try to use this against her. And I feel like she was just the way that she didn't react was so funny to watch because then all of them were like,
0: Oh my God, no, we got to like, like literally. Oh my God. And I, I part of me thought that Danielle really was like trying to do the right thing. And I was like, eh, no, if you're trying to do the right thing, you wouldn't have done it at the party. Um, but no, it's yeah. such a good point. I, I'm a firm Melissa Stan. I always have okay. been always will. I think, I think you can't reason with crazy. And I think Teresa's crazy. I just do. Yeah, I obviously. always have thought that she is, is not logical and she just doesn't think things through. I mean, her, her vocabulary in general is like lots of left to be desired. Cool. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking, and I thought of this, earlier and it might be a hot take but i think that the people that might be teresa stands are the same people that are purchasing tickets to watch sandoval perform
1: oh my god the crossover of the century
0: that's they have to be who are they who Who are 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 they out there who are these teresa fans and who are these people that are going tickets to that concert what do
1: they call them the tree huggers i think so the teresa fans yeah and i also think like I mean, she went nuts, but for some reason I was, like, really loving Margaret. I thought she had a great episode. Margaret went
0: really nuts, too. I just think that, like, somehow, some way, I just don't think that that drama has roots. I just... I kind of... It kind of just seems dumb to me. I'm, like, half the time I can't really follow it, to be honest. I'm like, the Laura of it where all? This like, even start? Laura? Yeah, I'm, like, who cares? Laura was Margaret's ex-best friend. And... And... Laura has been in the ear of Teresa and Jen, and then they looped Danielle into the drama. I think they were having Danielle do their dirty work um, by like even trying to stir the pot by having Danielle say the rumor to Melissa. But then it's like annoying because then they're saying that Margaret has all this stuff in her arsenal and that's coming from Laura. And I'm like, this Laura girl, she obviously just like wants revenge that like her and Margaret don't talk anymore. Like, it's just so dumb. It's like, you guys are talking about somebody that's like not even here.
1: <laughs> and they've been doing it for two or three weeks now. Like the amount of a times time. that the, the name Laura came up on these episodes, but I think all of that is true, but none of it mattered because Melissa knew mm-hmm. she already knew they were going to bring this up. And I felt like yeah, that it it was almost like a twist in the episode that like she reacted yeah. so badly. So I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved all the dresses. I loved how yes. there was some really Dolores weird strange man
0: amazes me. How pretty she's gotten. Like I just can't. I'm like, she looks better and better. Dolores does.
1: Oh god. And Melissa
0: that's does too. Amazing. Both of them. I'm like the, yeah. Like the way you guys started, you've definitely had work done. But I'm like, I don't care. You're good. To, you're pretty to look at. They're like, so amazing.
1: And they've both. I know Margaret and Dolores have both admitted to using Ozempic. Oh, so,
0: that's right.
1: They both have admitted it on Watch What Happens Live, and then like. They both have full veneers and like yeah. eyelids. They look great. But like I I just loved it. I thought it was so good. I mean, obviously, like just I'm they really were handing no. out shots of Irish whiskey. In oh, my like, God. I, that's another was- thing I
0: was going to say is like you guys were getting so schma- smashed. Mm-hmm. I almost said smashed. Smashed well, in the beginning that, of course, this is what was going to happen. But before we move on from Melissa, just one more thing on that. I, I think her. it solidified my moment of her, me being a fan of hers when she, and she goes, you're all losers, oh, losers, <laughs>
1: sick burn. Like when's the last time you've heard, this? and then Teresa goes, wait, what are you, what is that? You just me, what? You're a loser is what she said. <laughs> yeah, so good! Right. I
0: told you, a loser. that's
1: the moment candace that's the moment when i was like that was I when i was like You're love up. her love you. like it's the perfect word it's the perfect scenario they Dead were all acting like were a loser. losers and melissa was like came out smelling like roses like yeah it was did. so good i loved it i that, that was a woman great of it. finale
0: yeah oh my god um but i did hate that louie was like running off to Teresa and was like, your brother's trying to pick a fight with me. I'm like, no way in hell is anybody going to be on that side of history for you? Because we see you clear as day poking, poking, poking the bear the entire episode. Literally. It made me think of um, Potomac when Candy's sitting there, poking across the table. And what does she expect? But what's her face? Um, blanking her name. Monique. To reach across, Monique to reach across the table. She was antagonizing her. And that's exactly what Louis was doing this entire time. He was like, yeah, you heard what I said. And then Joe's like, is this guy for real? Like, what's happening? And then finally he realizes that like, oh, no, he's actually trying to start some stuff. And um, it's I think more Louis of the manipulation and isolation. Like, Teresa,
1: your brother's being the bad guy again. It's more of that like, hate him, love me, hate him, love, like,
0: it's bad. That's so bad. So bad. Um, Well, let's wrap up with Summer House. I mean, it was the finale. We see them get engaged finally. Yeah. And it all goes to shit after the engagement party. Yeah. Um, I heard your
1: comments last week and I, you know, I have a bone to pick
0: because. I'm having
1: amnesia. What did I say? (laughs) <laughs> because okay I heard it I know I keep referencing other podcasts like no life, you're good
0: I always talk about other podcasts they're part of my daily life like they really um, are like the podcasts are for other podcasts like hey I'm I'm this little podcast that like little engine that could like 100% yeah, I get it.
1: You should start tagging all of those podcasts in your posts and just see what happens. I know. I, um, I'm,
0: I'm learning. Like, I feel like right okay. now I'm like a boomer trying to learn technology because no, like, okay. I'm not good at TikTok. I just like to watch other people's. I barely post on Instagram myself, let alone having to run a second Instagram and then learning how to like tag all this stuff. It is like, I'm, I'm learning. I'm trying, but I agree. I need to, I definitely notice that when I like share their stories, like pump rules and stuff, I, they always like, like my stuff
1: and, and I'm like,
0: Oh, okay. But like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't try to like create the wheel with a lot of that content. Cause there's so many people that already do it that I'm like, I'm not going to spend my time like creating content from scratch half the time. But for this no, type of stuff, like I definitely could probably tag all those people.
1: Yeah. And like the day that you get your first sponsor, like we will have a party, like it'll all pay off you
0: know, one day a girl can dream. We'll see what happens but at this time. I'm I'm just having fun with it. I think it's just yep. fun to have drink and talk about this stuff. Although I didn't show you in the so very fun. beginning of this, Matt got me something. This is, I think why he was trying to take a, a picture of me. Oh, he got this Matt. for me for my birthday.
1: Oh my God. So cute.
0: I love it. <laughs> So awesome. I need what to find crazy. where to hang it. I tried to hang it up behind me, but I was having issues. That was also part of what I was doing before this. And um, I need to figure out where to, where to put it. So I have it just like leaning so that when he walks by, he doesn't try to bug me.
1: I love it. And it's like your little office is also turning into your little podcast. No, I
0: know. I know. But one of oh the other gosh. podcasts that What's you and bum- I love. Oh, the other ones that we love.
1: Yeah. So one of them that we love, Bitch Sesh. Um,
0: which I heard lately, like recently that they are actually going to, um, what is it called again? The they're doing the, They're going off and doing their own thing. It's going to be yeah. called like what? Garbage people. Yes. Something garbage like that on, uh, I Patreon? mean, I no, not on Patreon.
1: They created their own like platform and site. I That's have right. never pulled my credit card out of my wallet faster.
0: I thought about it. I'm thinking long and hard. I'm like, they're not going to be on my, on my weekly episodes. That's my favorite thing. Like that's Mm -hmm. one of the, my inspirations for why I wanted to do Friday episodes is because they're one of the only people that actually do a Friday release. Although I will say like, I did get a lot of downloads and streams when I did it midweek, but personally Mm -hmm. for me, like I like having a podcast when I'm like doing my makeup or running errands or Like that I can actually like enjoy when I'm maybe cleaning around the house, and so I'd always find that there was was the only one I had to listen to over the weekend. So I was like, yeah, like I want another one that people could listen to over the weekend. So, no, I'm sad that they're not going to be on Apple or anything anymore.
1: It's so good. It's so good. It's just it's like the podcast that got me sort well. One of my good college friends got me into Bravo, but that podcast sort of like reignited my love for Bravo. Totally. Um, I don't know if you've listened to Andy me.
0: too. For oh, like, like they're literally homies with Andy, <laughs> like texting friends. It's yeah. like okay. Um, I know
1: they had Zoe Lister Jones on last week. I don't know if you've listened. Oh, I listened yet. to it. Yeah, she was really and good. So okay, so this all relates back to like your comments on. Lindsay's engagement. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. She basically was like, you either believe in magic or you don't. And I think my whole take lately and the reason why you had me on the first time is like, I don't, I kind of see through the editing magic and I don't, Mm -hmm. like, Lindsay called People Magazine and had that whole proposal set up. And okay. it was not a surprise. And then all the oh, pictures came out. Oh, I don't know if I knew that. Okay. Yeah, there was like paparazzi photos of the photo- the People magazine photographer hiding in the bushes.
0: Oh, I don't. I didn't put that together. So she, they set it up. And people, I know. So like, Ew.
1: I like hated the whole proposal. I thought it was ridiculous. I was dying that Paige said she's wearing shoulder pads to the beach. To the
0: beach. She knew she was getting proposed
1: to. Yeah. So like you either believe in the magic or you don't. And I think I have started to just like see all of these people and these shows as a business, you can still enjoy it and love it. Mm-hmm. And I do, but I think that's why I'm always so skeptical because with all the social media, you can't really hide anything or cover anything up anymore. Yeah. And so I feel like, To bring it back to last night's or last week, this week's episode of Summer House. I don't know your thoughts, but like, I think Carl and Lindsay just quit the show. Like, I think them packing up and leaving, they're like.
0: I 100% think that they're leaving the show. Um, I don't know that anything has necessarily been confirmed. I haven't seen anything at least. But them and like, oh God, those moments where. producer walks in it just sends a shiver up my spine and i'm like yes (laughs) the producer's here so they're (laughs) like what are you guys doing and and, uh and he's like i'm just gonna go get my stuff and and he's like she's like well can we record you a little bit as he's like putting the sheet over the camera in the room and he's like like, like why and then getting all fussy about it and lindsay's the one that's like well no like they have to see like what we're doing and what's going on and capture it all And, um, yeah, I thought it was a baller move where they just came in, took all their stuff. Honestly, it sounded like something I would do. Um, I think I might have done that in a situation in college. Literally, like, after college when I moved out, I, like, picked a time where I knew no one would be home because I just was over that situation, literally grabbed all my stuff and dipped out, to use hand of all terms.
1: (laughs) I think it's one of those situations where, like, they – they're so wrapped up in their own thing. They truly don't mm-hmm. understand why people aren't rallying behind them. And then you have all these other clowns in the corner, mm-hmm. like Paige and Sierra and Amanda, just kind of being hey, like,
0: I'm a Paige fan. She's not a clown." No, no, no. But just
1: they're just <laughs> goofing. they're goofing
0: and they're like, this "Oh is yeah, that was fun. one of and my YouTube, favorite nights to watch them all like having a good time at like making. was it make they're making sushi and stuff? That was one of my." Favorite silly nights when they were all just like goofing around. Yeah.
1: Because Carl and Lindsay weren't there Mm
0: -hmm. and it's the grandma
1: and the grandpa versus all the grandkids. Like that's what this show has turned into. And I I really hope that they fix that casting wise. But like, I, I think that that's where I don't see the magic. Like I just don't like even the producer came in the shot and was like, dude, we need to, like the fourth wall was broken or however you want to say it. And so Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot, I saw a lot of stuff today that like um, people were on Danielle's side, like Mm -hmm. they thought it was really harsh that they were going through their room and taking their
0: stuff. And I was like, why are, is everybody grandma and
1: grandpa left? That's when you start
0: partying. Like, yeah. And it's not even their stuff. I'm pretty sure if those hats were in there, it's probably decor from the house. Yeah, they would have taken. Like, a no listen. one gives a crap about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, Danielle was looked so really silly. Like, uh, granted, I think that she totally screwed up in opening her mouth as wide as she did when she was at the engagement party. She should have kept it super, too, super oh, tight-lipped yeah. and maybe only yeah. said a few things to like her closest people. But for her, when she like, yeah, was, oh, I'm, we're better than that, you guys. I'm like. A, no, you're not. <laughs> what? B, it's funny. They're having a good time. And these two people just completely shat on you. And now you're here still sticking up for them.
1: I, I'm at the point, and I say this with love in my heart, truly, she needs help. There is something, you know? her devotion yeah. and her obsession with them, but then hating them, but then loving them, there's something yeah. whacked. And- yeah. I don't know. I don't know what job Carl and Lindsay think they're going to have after they quit the show. Like that is their job. But I think that to me, I I'm sure in, in a few weeks after the reunion, it'll be like, uh, they're not coming back.
0: They're, they've outgrown I it. I think they've outgrown it too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they get a bigger place and she ends up pregnant and she sells her PR firm or who knows what. Um, but I imagine they'll probably just be doing like appearances and selling shit on Instagram,
1: but how funny. Okay. There was one really funny moment
0: on recording their wedding.
1: (gasps) Oh, they'll probably sell it to people. You don't think they'll give it to Bravo. I don't know. I'm sure they'll do it on TV. I'm sure.
0: they'll. Yeah. They have to do that on TV. There's no way they're not going to push that and get some money off of it.
1: You know, I believe it was the wise words of Heidi Montag and whatever her dumb husband's name is. <laughs> that, Spencer Pratt. There we go. That TV weddings are where the money is. That's why they had three. Oh, wow.
0: They, they had three TV weddings? They had
1: three TV wedding deals and got paid three times, and it aired on three different networks.
0: I am not surprised, actually, yeah. by that one bit. Spencer yeah. Pratt is a frequent guest of the Juicy Scoop podcast, which I listen to religiously. Okay. And Spencer Pratt is not bashful at all about saying mm-hmm. he will do anything for money. I yeah.
1: I know. And I love that. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like if you choose not to see it for like all the fakeness, like it still mm-hmm. can be good and exciting. And I feel like Spencer's a good example of that. He'll, he's just like, whatever, like yeah. this is bullshit.
0: Like, I think you have to meet them where they are. Like you have to yeah. know that like, this isn't, you know, it it is fake in a way it is produced. Like I'm never thinking that this is actually exactly how each one of these people would act if a camera wasn't there. Like they're definitely putting on, I think there's very few people that aren't putting on. I think Kyle is one of those people where he is probably the exact same person 24 seven. He's admitted that he doesn't even remember the cameras are there when he's dancing around, Eating snacks at three in the morning with I love watching those hilarious. He's like he's one of those people where I'm like I don't think he's actually putting on for cameras, but no, it's like you have to kind of just like remember like it's a show. Like I'm not I don't know I don't I don't ever think it's like this perfect magical real life story. Yeah, okay, Um, yeah, no, that's fair. But did you laugh Hmm.
1: in the parking lot when Carl was wearing his white pants? Of course, like 2017. But he was like, I mean, I understand, like, he goes, we bought a car together. And I was like, like, that was his big, like, you guys, we're dead serious. (sighs) Like, we have a kid. ride. And it's like, literally, literally, like, renting your apartment for $13,000 a month. Like, I don't know. No,
0: it's it so have. funny. That's such, like, that's the biggest commitment of their life, especially for a New Yorker, like buying a car. I can see that's a big step for them, I guess.
1: We split the car payment. Like, what does that mean?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Are you, how are you doing that? No, I did think that was really funny, but I just like my giggle moment was when Lindsay was like, we're going to go meet our friends and or whatever she says. And then, and Kyle's like, I'm not friends. I'm standing out here alone in an alleyway with you guys. Like (laughs) and his mullet. No, he's, he's like my favorite. I don't care if he's He's 40, 50, 60 years old. I could watch him. Like he just cracks me up.
1: He's the perfect balance. Like he knows he's on a reality show. Mm -hmm. He knows how to show up for it. He doesn't take it too seriously. Mm -hmm. And he has
0: like really nice, really
1: good, serious moments too. Like I think he should stay on the TV forever and just keep raking it in. Cause he's so I do good. too.
0: And not that I've met a ton of famous people. I've only ever mm. met a few famous people, Dr. Even Drew them. I've interviewed and a few other people that I'm blanking on, but I did meet Carl and, and Kyle at their mer- like their um I almost said. Meet um yeah, it was like a meet meet and greet for lover boy. Um, yeah. here in Dallas. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you that Kyle literally pulled me in as if I had known him for 17 years. Like he was like, get in here and like grabbed me and squeezed me oh, so tight. I and I was like, I don't even know you. <laughs> like, Whoa. Okay. And it was a great photo. Yeah. It yeah. was so nice. And Carl was just like, Hey, how's it going? Like he was way more intimidating. Kyle is somebody that I feel like you instantly are like, Oh, he's just a normal guy.
1: I could watch him. I could watch just him for the whole I hour. know.
0: Same. He was on Traders. You should watch that show. Oh my
1: God. Um, okay.
0: Yeah, wow. he makes it pretty far too. Um, but also like just to wrap this up and tie a bow on it. So yeah. Craig is crying at the end. Oh my God. What so is he crying about because his he missed uh, his mom's birthday and Yeah, I think he home. was
1: really, really drunk and also like are you starting to see a pattern of all these women who he's dated over the years? I guess just what is it? Just Naomi and Naomi, Paige, right?
0: but so like the they always,
1: I mean, yeah. Their whole gripe with him is like you're just like a big weenie.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, Paige talks about it pretty openly on her podcast too. She's just oh, like, she does? okay, it's pretty sensitive and. And this and that. I don't know. I related to her when she was saying that. She was just like, "I asked you what's wrong, and you won't tell me. And now I'm supposed to like be at your beck and call when you're not communicating with me. Like that. That to me is was annoying. I'm like, I don't know why you're crying. You won't tell me why you're crying. You're a grown man. What's what's going on? Yeah, it was was weird. weird.
1: Do I think? Do I think she needs to get up out of that goddamn bed a little bit more? I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> get up and like go find him and see what's going on. Some of us like to lay in bed.
0: Oh my god. Wait, on one of your podcasts, <laughs>
1: there's apparently a Reddit thread
0: that I calls... should just do this from bed and be like oh the candice bed files, like
1: <laughs> and no fall saying? asleep halfway through. Uh but there was a, I guess there's a Reddit thread out there that calls um, Sierra Page and I guess Amanda mm. the Bedsore Sisters because
0: Stop they're it.
1: always like people hate how they're like three quarters of their scenes are shot in that oh,
0: bed. I don't give a crap because I can relate, but. No, they're just like we're tired. We don't like going out as much as we used to anymore. Oh my god. And I still think I that they that. contribute to a decent amount. Although I do like seeing them when they go out dancing and stuff like that, but it doesn't bother me. I don't know. I think the the only other point I'll make is
1: Page. It's always Paige. Paige is so funny. But like I think she's hilarious. They're like uh, oh Carla and Lindsay took back their cake, their stupid pineapple upside down cake. Yes. And Paige goes, I respect the hell out of that move.
0: <laughs> Literally, <laughs> oh, I know. When she's oh, like, dang, God. you came, Amy took all your stuff. Yes. And you took the cake? <laughs> Holy <laughs> cow, you mean business.
1: Like everybody else freaked out and thought it was wild. And she was like,
0: hell yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> No, I totally thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I literally had like a mental note in my head, and like that, yeah, that was very, very funny. So funny. So, I mean, funny. they're gonna have to do work some magic with the cast next season. Um, we're, I think, we're gonna need some more people like Samantha and Corey. I mean, who knows if they're just wifed up with each other next year and they're not on the show anymore? Who knows? But I think they made a couple better casting calls than they had in previous years, but they definitely are going to probably need to mix it up with some fresh meat in future summers. Have you watched Martha's Vineyard, by the way? No,
1: that's what I was at the top. I was saying, like, I hope that we aren't covering that. Cause like, I'm not interested in that. I don't know. I just,
0: is that bad? Like, it, I, I have, no, not at all. Sorry. I didn't even talk to you about it, but it's, it's okay. You know how it kind of takes like with any new series, it takes like a minute to get comfortable and used to all the names. I'm like still learning names and there are 17 people and it's a 15 day trip. It's like a winter house situation. Um, oh. So I'll let you know. I'm only on a yeah, couple yeah. episodes and I'll let you know how I like it. I'm still yeah. jury's out. Um, so what were you going to say? give me more sam and
1: cory like they need three or four yeah. more sam and cory's mm-hmm. on the next summer house it cannot be a chris it cannot no. be danielle because they're both single now Mm-mm. like that's the beauty of the show and i know we've talked about it in the past is like young single people mm-hmm. like
0: why is it suddenly a house of wiped up couples i know it's not a spot anymore. Great no. Kyle and Amanda still show up, but. Totally. I don't Ghost. know. Amanda, hmm. But um, no, I agree. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with it. If only they could transplant the below deck cast into the summer house.
1: They're doing that for winter house. There's two below deck people going to the winter house, <gasps> right?
0: I did not know that.
1: I think they're kind of random,
0: but that's what I've heard, and I'm stoked. I did not know that at all. Speaking of other new stuff, I wanted to just touch on this really quick, that they did officially announce the Legacy Real House of New Jersey trip to St. Barts. And they're bringing back Jelly Belly's Kelly Benson Wait, so I don't get it. I'm so sorry, so help me understand. Like it's, it's like a- an ultimate girl trip. They're going back to the scene of the crime to Saint Barts. I think that's where Bethany told her to go to sleep.
1: Scary Island. Yes,
0: yeah, Scary Island. It's a- is it in Saint Barts? I don't know where Saint Barts is.
1: I think it's in France, right? I don't know because then there's the whole other episode where
0: Luann and that pirate.
1: Hook up. Remember
0: the that pirate? also that seemed very French to me because I think they were all speaking French, her and her friend. I think that might have been Saint Bart's. No, that's a good point. It might not be Scary Island exactly. I think they were aiming for something like that, but TBD. But it is gonna be an ultimate girls' trip style with um, I don't believe Dorinda's on it. I don't believe Jill Zarin is on it, which I think it was actually Jill's idea. She was like, If you can't pay me for to be, you know, the same amount as the rest of the cast, then. Pay me like you would an ultimate girls trip or something like that. And then they were like, well, actually, we'll take that idea. Um, so there's no longer
1: like a legacy season of New York and then right. a new season. It, now it's a new season of new. new York and then a girls trip with all the old people.
0: Correct. Huh. What are your thoughts? I kind of like it because I do, I want to see those legacy women back on my screen. Like I miss them yeah. so much. Like, especially. I feel like we've lived without them for like two years. Like it feels so long. I know. And I mean, it was so bad at the end. Like I think I, the last episode I watched of them was before I even moved to Texas. Like that's crazy. And yeah.
1: But I wanted a full season. Like I want a full season of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. You really upset me. (laughs) (laughs) I want a full season too, but I'll take what I can get. Is how i yeah. really think of it okay well that's
1: that's exciting i just yeah
0: they'll be back didn't... in a capacity maybe if they crush it they'll bring them back bigger and better who knows yeah who knows wow. are you excited about the new new york i have? am after seeing the longer trailer that they finally released with more action and stuff they seem pretty fabulous The only thing I'm worried about is the level of like how organic it is going to be because I think Sonia and Ramona had 20 plus years of friendship under their belt. They had been single together in a past life. Luann and them had history. They all had like these connections about very many years back. Whereas I think these women, and this is kind of why I think the the Vanderpump rules magic and what Jax was talking about when he was on Heather's podcast this week is that, these is, this was actually a true group of friends. And so it was like, that's a really good point. Like, you really do have to have some of those natural relationships, I think, for it to not seem so produced and forced, where they're actually, yeah. like, really hanging out together. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I'm worried about with this new Real Housewives of New York, like, cast, is how well do they know each other? And is it going to be forced? Probably.
1: But... If they're young and cool and single, like I'm sure it'll get a ton of viewers. Yeah, you know, like I think that was the whole gripe is like just literally a bunch of old ladies running around New York City. Totally,
0: it's a lot more diverse this too, this this cast too, which I've noticed. Okay. They all seem like they're bringing something different to the table, which is cool. It's very New York. I mean, it's a melting pot of people. They deserve to have a super mixed cast of folks.
1: A hundred percent. Not so, a bunch of Upper East Siders. I know.
0: Although I did love watching them. But... I know.
1: I know. Those were those are just good rewatches.
0: They are. I rewatched them last night and fell asleep to it. So like <laughs> just your lullaby. lullabies to yeah. a baby. Uh, screaming New Yorkers into my earbuds. Well, maybe I'll oh, have gosh. to come back
1: for the, um, the Ultimate Girls Trip when that comes out.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you for coming back on on short notice on your day off. And you have anything else planned for this tonight? Are you going to dinner or anything?
1: Not tonight. No, my real birthday's Saturday. So um Lucky it's
0: on a Saturday. I'm jealous. I know.
1: it's kind of fun. Yeah when that happens. Thing, so. Just cruising into the birthday weekend. What a way to like kick it off, being with you, talking about
0: our favorite things. Yay! Just I know I miss you. Miss you too. Thanks for having me. Let's talk to each other more often because I feel like it's one, one. Has it been a month? It might be like a month and a half. I think I it was like a month early a April. Yeah. yeah, literally like early, early April. So how did that happen? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, like. I start on a Monday, like, and then I'm just like, oh God, it's Friday tomorrow. I'm like, I didn't even get the, half the things I needed to do. Talk we need it. to put an
1: hour on, like, you can cut this, but we need to put an hour on, like, every couple weeks and just. No, definitely, definitely,
0: yeah, yes, sure. we will. Okay, I'll remember. All right. Well, I love you dearly, and Thank have so an amazing much. birthday. Thank you so much.
1: Tell Matt hi and give I Reggie will. a kiss.
0: I will definitely, and hopefully this recording worked. We tried out a new thing. Um, Thank you guys all for listening this week. Had so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You can follow me at Reality Nightcap and listen on Spotify and Apple. Love you guys. Have a good weekend. Bye.